welcome to Wide World of Fan Fiction, where fan fiction is treated as the high art form that it is. And today's purest form of literature is sponsored by my dog and her birthday. That's right, my dog's birthday is this weekend. I want you to wish her a happy birthday. I am totally not testing my engagement rights. Woof woof. She is a very good... <laughs> Zoe! Scooby, your birthday! Oh, look at the cutie puppy! Yes, they go wish you happy birthday. I'm not gonna show you a picture of her because I don't trust perverts on the internet. But it's gonna be her birthday, and she is a good dog, and she is real. She's a big sweetie. <laughs> Seriously, she has presents. I ordered her a cake and everything. I ordered her favorite Panda Express. She has horrible table manners, but. She just do a promo about her dog. Yes, I love my dog! And also, if you wanted to be a real business, you know, that'd be great. But also, Wolfers is still here for now. And she is a good girl, the puppiest and the puppiest. Don't worry, this isn't a segue for furry parties. Now, in fact, we are doing a K-rated fanfiction this week, which is disappointing if you're here for the erotic episodes. I don't think I scheduled... Did I not pick... Gosh, there is a lot of erotic Christmas fan. I'm sorry you had to hear that there is. <laughs> By the way, Santa's isn't real. <laughs> Gosh darn it, after I worked hard all day, this... <laughs> This female dog telling me Santa isn't real and that there's Christmas porn out there. What has this? Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, I. Hey, 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 you can go read it for yourself. Today's story is Christmas by Gypsy Rider 135. Christmas is a time for togetherness. It's rated K. And it, this is a family chess friendship. It's cha three chapters, words, blah, blah, blah. Published in 2008. She's not professional. Hey, I'm doing this episode early. You're welcome. Also, algorithms. <laughs> it was published, well, published in 2008. And it is, of course, about my brother's favorite franchise, the Ninja Turtles. Happy, unnamed, less charismatic. Christmas brother, uh, human being person who shares who shares DNA. Um, who also came out of mob. You're a dude. <laughs> oh God, I messed that up. I... You know, some days I really do like him. Believe it or not. <laughs> some days. Let's get on with the story. We might not get through all of it. And it, it's three chapters, 5,000-something words. And also, I'm trying to get this done while there aren't very many people making noise at the house. So, let's jump right into it. Chap chapter 1. Here's the other Christmas story I promised. It took I took me a while to write, but I like it, and my muse is satisfied. Now I can maybe get some sleep. Anyways, I changed some Christmas songs around, so hope you like. Disclaimer, I do not own the TMNT characters, nor do I own the original songs that I change in this story. TMNT, TMNT. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the lair, not a creature was stirring, not even a... Mikey stopped the poem in his head as he heard the soft sound of someone going by his door. It was too light to be to be rough. 
the absence of shovel. <laughs> it was done. <laughs> yes, this is one of those that shut up. You're listening to this. And Master Splinter never came up to the second story unless it was an emergency. So that left only left only one other person in their household. Being as quiet as he possibly could, he got out of bed and tiptoed over to his door. Trying to be silent, he cautiously cracked it open and glanced out into the hallway. There was no sign of Leo, so he opened the door all the way and carefully stepped out into the hall. Glancing to his left, he saw that his eldest brother's door was open a crack, but it was dark inside. Stealing another glance down the hall, he stealthily made his way to Leo's room and chanced to look in. It was empty. The covers on the bed strewn about. On the floor were pieces of wrapping paper, a pair of scissors, and scotch tape. But the small pieces of tape everywhere and scraps of leftover paper were scattered around. It was the messiest monkey had ever seen his brother's room, and he quickly ducked back out, not wanting to intrude. If Leo was wrapping presents, then he had no business being here. Turning around, he walked back to his own room, head down as he made sure that he didn't trip in front of his other brother's doors. Even though Raph was a heavy sleeper. <laughs> oh, no, 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 wait, that is, I'm, I'm so, I'm sorry that, that is, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Pookums, I, I <laughs> my brain went straight to misspelling and grammar errors. Thank you, fanfiction.net. <laughs> And Down's room held many objects that made odd noises, so either of them were opt to, opt to hear when something was out of place. Mikey was so caught up in making sure that he was silent that he wasn't paying attention, so it came as a surprise when the top of his head slammed into something hard. Stifling a cry and rubbing the sore spot, he looked into the eyes of his eldest brother. Mikey smiled in innocently as Leo stood there, looking expectantly at him. Come on, think of something. Hey, Leo! Fancy seeing you here, Mikey said, grinning. His elder brother raised an eye ridge when Mikey kept smiling like an, uh, well, well, like an idiot. Um, what are you doing, Mikey? Leo finally sighed. I'm just going to the bathroom, Mikey cried, quickly thinking of an excuse. Mikey, the bathroom is the other way, Leo said, eyes narrowing. Curses! Mikey smiled sheepishly at his brother, who continued to look at him, suspicious. Just go back to bed, Michelangelo, Leo sighed after a while. He moved over so that Mikey could get by him. Mikey smiled at Leo and quickly walked the short way to his room. He reached his door and stopped, looking over his shoulder at his brother. Leo was standing there, watching his every move, arms crossed in front of his chest. Mikey smiled once more and then entered his room quickly, quietly shutting the door behind him. He waited until he heard Leo go into his own room, and then the door closed. And waited a few more minutes longer before he got up from his bed and opened his door. Eve so quietly, peeking his head out to the hall. Michelangelo! Mikey quickly retreated into his room and shut the door with a soft click. He hurried back to bed and shot under the covers. Twas the night before Christmas and all through the lair, as each turtle slept soundly. Leonardo stealthily set up a snare. Maybe Mikey would try to actually get some sleep tonight. TMNT. Sorry, I heard a noise. I thought my dog was breaking and entering. Anyway, I'm kidding. She's right here. She's a good girl. Don chuckled as he heard Mikey hurry back into bed. 
It was just like Mikey to sneak downstairs and look at the gifts under the tree before morning. He tried every year, even when Leo was away in the jungle. Master Splinter had caught him one year and made Mikey wait the entire year before he could open his presents. To, to get the true meaning of the holiday, he had said. By three o'clock in the afternoon, Master Splinter had given in. Mikey looked so pathetic. Even Master Splinter didn't have the heart to carry on the punishment any longer. The brainy turtle yawned. He had to admit he was excited about tomorrow as well. Hated to admit it, but he just got his wired up for Christmas as well. He loved opening up presents, though that wasn't the thing he liked, he liked about the holidays. He liked spending time with his family without having to talk about anything ninja or do anything that they normally did. It was a time for where he didn't have, where he didn't have to think about being a mutant turtle. He could just be a kid. Don shivered slightly and pulled a blanket around him up more so that his head was practically buried in it. It got colder at night in the sewers, especially at night. That's why a few years ago, Don had installed heaters in each of their rooms. Being cold-blooded had its disadvantages. He had installed one in almost each room, except the kitchen. When they were cooking, it tended to get a little hot. And even though Don and his brothers didn't mind, Master Splinter did have a bit of a problem, with, especially with all that fur. His brothers didn't like that, like the sound that the heaters made, so Don had made them quieter. But he left, but he left his the way it was, and it didn't bother, and it didn't bother him, as his room was filled with other machines that made him that made noise. In fact, if he didn't have the sound of the heater going in the winter, then he doubted he would be able to sleep. He smiled and he listened to the machines around him: ding, ding, zit, ding, ding, zit, ding, 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 balump. Spitz, 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 ding, ding, zitz, balump, Don smiled. Just a few more hours left. Raph yawned. He couldn't sleep. He didn't know why. He could usually sleep through anything, even Mikey snoring on the couch right next to his ear. But ever since he had heard Leo quietly pass by his door a few hours ago, he hadn't been able to get back to sleep. So there he lay, swinging slightly in the hammock that he used for a bed. He thought about everything that had happened this past year. Everything from Mikey falling down that ladder and spraining his ankle to him being the night watcher. Leo coming back from his training period and all the way up to a few days ago when Don had accidentally set his lab on fire while trying to perform an experiment. Raph smiled at the thought. Christmas had always been his favorite holiday. It was a time when he liked to reminisce, and it was the one time of year where he and Leo actually got along. Of course, ever since the Winters incident, Raph had to admit him and Leo had been getting along quite well. But ever since they had dragged the Christmas decorations out, they had been even better. They were even joking around, and Leo wasn't so hard on him when he went out with Casey. So long as Raph promised to call after a few hours, and as long as Leo promised not to go after him unless Raph needed him, then everything was okay. And this Christmas, Raph was happy that his older brother was home. For the past two years, it just didn't feel the same without him. Leo was always the one Raph liked to get a present for, because seeing Leo's face as he received something from Raph, usually handmade, was a gift in itself. Just the way that he would smile and gently run his hand over the gift, or the way that, that one year, the year before he left for training, tears had filled his eyes ever so briefly. Raph smiled warmly as he remembered that was the best year in his opinion. This year will be better, Raph thought about the gift he was giving his elder brother. He had searched high and low for the gift, and he had finally found it in a small shack-like store downtown. With a little help from Casey, Raph was able to get it, and he was anxiously awaiting the morning when he could see Leo's face as he opened the present.
Raph was, qu was quiet for a few moments as he listened to the sounds in the sewer. There was something coming from Leo's room. Big surprise. The soft hum and small mutterings from Don's room were normal. It had taken his younger brother a while to go to sleep, but about an hour ago he had finally slipped away into dreamland. Mikey, on the other hand. If he doesn't go to sleep soon, there's no way he's going to last the day. Rap could could hear Rap could H E R E his youngest brother tossing and turning in his bed, muttering tiny unharmful curses at their eldest brother. Every time he tried to sink downstairs, Leo would call him out, making the orange banded turtle shut himself in his room once more. Which brought him back to Leo. He was silent, which would make one assume that the eldest turtle was sleeping. But the constant quiet yell. Yelling at Mikey would prove otherwise. Raph sighed. I guess in a way, Leo was a lot like Santa, he thought. Rem remembering the old jolly man with a white beard and a funny laugh that the four of them believed when they were little. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. Or good. So be good to Leo or your presence he will take. Yeah, that pretty much summed it up. Leo Leonard smiled as he heard as he heard Mikey. Okay. Leonard smiled as he heard Mikey hurry back to bed after yelling at him for the 30th time to sneak downstairs at night. He knew as, as soon as he had passed his youngest brother's room to put his gifts beneath the tree for a morning that Michelangelo was not asleep, and knew that when he returned upstairs that he would be sulking around on the second floor. So it came as no surprise when he saw Mikey tiptoeing downstairs when he came back up the steps. After sending him to bed and making sure that his other brothers were still in their rooms, if not awake, he retired to his own room, where he where he continued to meditate upon a mat on the floor. There were no candles lit, nor was there any incense incensed burning. He he simply sat there, letting his mind wander and making sure that Mikey stayed where he should be. Leah was glad to be back for the holidays, but there was still something missing. He was happy that he was with his family again, and that him and Raph were getting along better than ever. But something was still absent from his life, but it wasn't. He didn't know. He could just feel in his heart. Mikey, Leah warned as he heard his brother's door open again. It quickly closed with a soft click, and then he heard Mikey's quick footsteps back into his bed. Leo smiled. Attempt number 31, and it was already four in the morning. Leo loved Christmas. It wasn't his favorite holiday, but it was close up there. Not fighting with rats, singing carols, and watching movies, just being with his family. It was one of the few times that he could let loose. No leader responsibilities, no practicing, no getting up four hours earlier than everyone else for private practices. He could just be a regular teenager. Leo couldn't wait to give his family the presents he had gotten for them. He had stumbled upon them accidentally, except for rats. He had searched for ages trying to find the perfect gift for his immediate younger brother, and he was anxious to give it to him. He had finally found it in a small shop downtown. He couldn't wait to see Raph's face as he opened it. Having Christmas in the jungle for two years was pretty lonely. He had tried to make it special, but the fact was he just couldn't. He hadn't even known where Christmas was, as he had lost count on the days a while beforehand. The only reason he knew that was because the village he watched over had started putting up decorations, and the second Christmas, Leo had to admit, he had hardly cared. He was just so busy, and when the decorations went up, he turned a blind eye. He didn't have time for a break. But this year, surrounded by people he loved, he couldn't help but be in the spirit. Leo relaxed fully as he heard a soft, as he heard soft, real snores come from Mikey's room. 
The youngest turtle was finally asleep, and Don had fallen asleep hours ago, and Raph had conked out about 45 minutes earlier, and Master Splinter was quiet, so that meant that he could finally get some sleep. He picked himself up from the floor and made his way over to his bed, where he slept under the thin sheet and put his head on his pillow. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, don't start a fight, don't tell them about the traps and about their height. Leo smiled widely. See, setting that little trap told him that if any one of his brothers opened their doors, it immediately let him know. But who was he to tell them that? Master Splinter took a long breath in, letting the air fill his lungs for letting it out slowly. Now that all of his sons were asleep, he himself could get some sleep, too. He slowly got up from the spot in the floor of his own room and put out the single candle that he had been burning. He smiled as he made his way over to his own bed in the corner. It was nice to have his family back together again. Even better was that Leonardo and Raphael were getting along splendidly, and his family was whole again. That's all that mattered. As he walked to his bed, he thought about his boys. They had come a long way since the winter's incident, and he was confident that the four of them would 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 find when he was gone. <laughs> Leonardo was a strong leader, and Raphael was already being his becoming a second in command. Donatello was wise beyond his years, and Michelangelo could keep them looking on the bright side of things. Yes, they were going to be fine, but for now, it was time to let them be te the teenagers they were. Master Splinter smiled to himself as he snuggled into his bed. They say Shredder got defeated by some ninjas walking home from Footheader's book headquarters Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing mut mutants, but as for me and my boys, we believe. Master Splinter showed a smile on his face as he drifted into sleep. Okay, the story is very long, so I'm going to split it up and post chapters, but let's... Okay, I'm not reading that because... There were some missing words and odd uses of apostrophes here, and... As quite as he could, which... That is actually the most common misspelling. With the start of the letter Q, because um, how many letters start with I mean words? I mean letters, words, that, letters that start with Q. <laughs> I would like air that is water for four hundred. So I'm sorry, I've been up since five a.m. Where where am I? What is my life? Oh hi, that's my cat. I didn't notice him. <laughs> With words that start with Q, so quite that is <laughs> being as quiet as he possibly could. That does sound like a weird compliment for Michelangelo, though, and just uh, and the, that his boy's fine after he was gone. It's like the bees. Uh, yeah, you gotta keep those verbs <laughs> in there. But honestly, an impressive use of semicolons. So let, let's all clap for the semicolons in this one. If you, I will leave the link. You will see the glorious use of the semicolons. <laughs> no one knows how to use semicolons anymore. Thank God for time machines. <laughs> and. Just, the characterization was actually pretty, was pretty good here, you know, besides missing verbs and the obvious. 
This one wasn't as bad as some other ones. I'm sorry about the Raph thing. I forgot that's what his nickname was. Raph was never my brother's favorite Ninja Turtle. What was it? It was Donatello. Yes, it was Donatello. The one that has a crush on April. And also, if you go to a certain other fanfiction.net, they work that out. And there is one with... Yes, I did look that up because I was like, crap, that's sexist. Oh, my, it does. And, well, they did research on turtles. I am impressed and repulsed. <laughs> I'm not, I can't remember what story it was because Jesus loves me. <laughs> but don't read it. <laughs> like a pervert. <laughs> There's also Eliza Goliath stuff on here, too. So, hey, if you're a scientist and you want to figure out how someone figured out how that happened, go to fanfiction. We have weird erotic stories. <laughs> Speaking of weird erotic stories, submit yours to our subreddit or our Facebook page. It's Wide World of Fanfiction on either one, and you will see our fabulous logo and also mostly all the I'm sorry, I've been behind on posting, because life, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, it's, this does reference a few things I don't get, but, you know, if my brother was here, so... Maybe I should text him right now if he's not playing video games or practicing for staying up until... I don't know how he does it, he's a busy lad. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, this was actually a nice family. Oh, please put, would be fine and fix. I know the fuck. That doesn't matter as much. Yes, I, yes, it does. It's like Usagi rolled. Usagi rolled on the floor. It's, it's context. Having words, having not having words in certain senses gets rid of your context and then and the spellings and the and the futile era of Japan. It just really completely rewrites Jap Japanese history there. <laughs> By the way, I did not make any of those up. These are all on fanfiction.net. I've read them. You're welcome. <laughs> But you know what? I seriously do appreciate a good semicolon, and they use it correctly to list things, which is, it's not commas, it's semicolon. You can start a list, you can do a colon, semicolon, and then you can do that with the, I, I used to be an English tutor, anyway. I still could be for the right price, want me to edit your, I will edit your gay porn. Or your research paper. I, I just like editing things and telling people they're wrong. Yay! I have no friends. <laughs> yeah, and I, don't worry, I wasn't going to start singing those songs. So, yeah, there are a few um, uh, grammatical, but so far, actually, this is not bad. And just, obviously, I think it was a good choice to avoid action scenes where a Chris. Although there was, there were some action-packed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ones. It's, 
I don't know. You're either good at writing those scenes or you're not. I'm one of those people who is not and finds comic ways to skip them. <laughs> wow. Did you just see that hot, all that fighting there? Yeah, what a cool action scene. It's like, why don't you write that? Put you get actor scene. No, it's hard. <laughs> like, I got a yellow belt in Taekwondo and that nearly killed me. I was a child. <laughs> Yeah, right, these two dudes shooting each other up. I was like, no, I don't like me. Oh, guns, guns, You're. I don't like those either. <laughs> anyway, my personal problems aside, if you need family-friendly Ninja Turtle, I would recommend this one. Let's see what else. Gypsy Rider 13, and that is a bit... That is that is a semi-erotic picture of a white-eared anime character. I'm just I should know who that is, but I do not. And it looks like it's oh wow! It looks like he's not wearing pants. <laughs> oh, they've written for Ninja Turtles, Mighty Ducks, Twilight, Transformers, Bleach, Thunderbirds, Italia, Merlin, Avatar, Legend of Korra, and Supernatural. Oh, and they're a loser who lives on this website, and they updated in 2013, so, hey, t 10 years ago. And it, it's, yeah, just, this is kind of a weird journal set, although, honestly, this isn't as bad as the weird uh, online dating profile <laughs> last time. Huh, some people just need friends, like me, be my friend and follow the Facebook page and wish my dog a happy birthday. Or the Reddit page and also, oh, if you give me money to sponsor. I'm sorry, I had caffeine that that was dangerous. I had an energy ball with espresso in it. And yeah, it's... I'm still awake somehow and I walked to my gym at 5.30 a.m. and then I, then I went to work and then I did a thing and then I then I think I had a meeting. No, there was a meeting. I did. I deal with financial information. <laughs> well, that was more than we didn't know. Anyway, this was Why Board of Fan Fiction. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. And oh, read the other two chapters of the story. It's actually very family friendly and. Uh, and if you hate action scenes, I would recommend it. Uh, bye! <laughs>